recording from the offices of Basic Training. This is the Basic Training Podcast, show 26. Welcome back to the Basic Training Podcast, everyone. A show about life, a show about fitness, a show about personal training and the business of personal training. I am your host, Michael Bays, and I want to thank you for tuning in to another episode of the cast where you listen to somebody completely rant about things you never thought should be ranted about. <laughs> and I want to let everybody know how valuable this show is. We are back to the format that has been tried and true for now many, many, many episodes, 26 episodes, I guess. And that would be this guy, Michael Bays, ranting, speaking into a microphone, and just just going nuts with general knowledge about the fitness industry. All that and NFL Sunday is happening. Now, <laughs> I don't know if there are other football fans out there like me, but I have noticed a direct correlation between the amount of productivity that I can achieve and whether or not NFL season is going on. <laughs> and it just so happens that they are completely uh, dissimilar as far as if NFL season is happening, productivity goes to about negative two. Uh, and that's with a zero baseline in there. <laughs> but even with all that happening, I'm still here today to talk to you guys about health and fitness and life and fitness. You know, I dedicated this month on the blog to something I called minding your business. And that had to do with the idea of trainers actually looking at the business side of personal training. Now, I know it sounds crazy. You know, you're running a business and it should be a main part of what you do, but it's something that a lot of personal trainers just don't think about. You know, we love fitness as trainers. You know, it's something that is in our blood. We love to work out. We love to help people. We love to watch people change their, their lives and, and their bodies and all these different things. But the actual business side of it, you we're not as good at a lot of times. And I think it was show 24. We went over the top five skills that you're going to have to master uh, in order to run a successful business. And, you know, they were asking for money. They were being exceptional, being authentic, keeping up with an actual profit and loss statement. You know, I know that's insane. And develop relationships uh, around you as far as from your clientele to other business contacts. You know, the, the basics of running a good business. And that was show 24? Yeah, it was show 24. And we went over those topics and what that included. And it really had more to do with a trainer being more of an individual, um, developing the skills that they're going to have to do relating one-on-one -on -one with a client and to run their business. This show is going to be more on how to market yourself as a personal trainer because there are a myriad of ways to do it in this modern world when it comes to um, the digital side, if from Facebook and Instagram to uh, a website with a blog or a podcast you know, even. And so it's about taking the proper steps in order to successfully acquire clientele, in order to continue to build your book of business, and to actually be productive with the hours that you are spending trying to build that business. 
I put up an article on the blog this past week that had to do with personal marketing in a digital world. And that's what the show is going to be about tonight is me explaining what that article meant and how best to use that when you're developing your own personal training business. Uh, there'll be three main points that we're going to hit tonight. Uh, number one is going to be the fact that this is still a personal business. There, there really is not going to be a separation between you physically being there and you able to market yourself. Uh, the second point we're going to touch on is the concept of digital media and social media and how powerful that relates to a client and trying to help you guys out there really discern from what is productivity versus just doing things. You know, how we base that on the real world from a profit and loss standpoint. And the final point that we're also going to talk about would be the fact that clients are always first. And, and what that really goes into as far as when you're actually in session, when you're dealing with your client one-on-one, -on -one, how that is still a marketing aspect of what you're doing. It's not necessarily the fact that your client is going to be relating to you more, but it's what other people around you are going to be seeing and how important that really is in the training world. Now, I don't want you to think that this, what this show is, is a rehash of just me reading the article that I put up. That's, that's going to be silly. It's an explanation. It's, it's an understanding. A lot of times we can read something and we're going to we're going to process that through our own experiences and our own terms. But when you hear something and when you hear an explanation behind why something was written or really what it means, you're going to get more out of it. And that's really what this show is here to do is to simplify personal training as a business, is to simplify exercise and health and all the different aspects of it into something that you can just say, oh, I get it. You know, and, and hopefully I'm getting that across to a lot of people. When you're looking at some of these ideas that I'm talking about, my entire goal is just to simplify it down to one or two statements, maybe a crazy story or rant in there somewhere, that makes this job easier and makes you as a personal trainer more successful. So with that being said, the main topic, like I said, is this is still a personal business. Personal training, by definition, is personal. You know, it's you and a client one-on-one. -on -one. There have been DVDs, there have been videos, there have been apps, there has been everything under the sun in order to market exercise to the public. And even with that being the case, I still have a job as a personal trainer, and I'm booked. I'm booked solid from 5 a.m. in the morning all the way until 5 or 6 at night. And I'm able to, you know, take some time off in between. It's not like I'm working 13 appointments straight, you know, 13 one-hour appointments. But I'm what I would consider full as a trainer. And that's because it doesn't really matter what else I put out there. You know, I put a blog out there with articles. I put podcasts and videos and, and posts and all these different things having to do with fitness in order to expand my reach. But the bottom line is it has more to do with the personal interactions that I'm having with my client. And if I was a trainer getting into this business... I could easily be distracted, if you will, from getting, I could be distracted away from the idea that it has more to do with me being somewhere and doing something than it did with me posting an article and getting some likes. And, you know, that's point number two, and it's going to bleed into that, what I'm talking about right now. But the bottom line is, in order for you to succeed as a personal trainer, people need to know that you're there. 
People need to know that you're at the facility that you're working. They need to see you working with people. They need to associate you. That's probably the biggest point of it being personal. People that are watching you work out or people that may possibly want to work out with you need to associate you with the place they go to lift weights or the place they go to run or whatever it may be. If they can associate when I go to this place to work out, this person is there and helping people, you stand a much greater chance of being picked up and hired for sessions than you do if you were to just post a video or, or Lord, or even just do a podcast. If I didn't practice what I was doing and working with people and just did a cast, I don't think I would be near as successful um, because the bottom line is people are visual. Working out is something that you feel and you experience. You know, it's hard to get super motivated when there's no skin in the game. You know, um, Tony Horton, who did P90X, or the other guy, <laughs> he's going to kill me, uh, who did the Insanity Training. Great programs. They're fantastic. It's motivated and helped a lot of people get in shape. However, it just doesn't replace the idea of getting up early, going to work out with an actual human being. There, there's that accountability standpoint. You know, if I wake up at 4 or 5 in the morning and I'm going to work out, and then I decide now nah, I'm going to hit the snooze button and I'm not going to do my workout DVD, there are no consequences to that. You know, that's just a day I didn't go do something. You know, Tony Horton doesn't come through uh, my DVD player or uh, my YouTube channel and yell at me for not doing it. But I promise you, if you have hired me to come help you work out, and I have woken up at 3-something in the morning, I have dedicated a part of my day to meet you, to help you lift and reach your goals, and you don't show up, oh, man, let me tell you, I'm not happy. And, and I'm aware that I've been paid to do this session, but there's a little pang of guilt that's going to happen on the client side for not living up to the expectations that have been set by me, which is to show up on time early in the morning so we can work out. That's why this job really is always going to be around because you can't pause me. You can't not me, not put me in your, your player to play. I'm going to be there and I've committed to show up to help you get in the best shape of your life. You have paid me to do that. So you've committed and you just can't as easily say, I'm not going to show up again. It's just that guilt element that's going to help you be there. And that's why it's personal. I just can't replace myself with images. I can't replace myself with this podcast. The things that I'm doing here are just in an effort to help others achieve some of the basic stuff that I've done, which is build a solid book of business over the years, retain clientele, train people, and actually practice what I preach. So to all the trainers that are out there working currently or to all the would-be trainers that want to get into this business, in order for you to succeed in a marketing campaign, it's not just about how in your face you can be online. It's not about how you can deliver messages. It's so much more about physical FaceTime in the beginning. They need to see you. Your potential people need to see you doing things that are trainer-like. That could be working out. It could be giving an orientation to a client or potential client. It could be actually going through sessions. It's so much less about putting materials out there for people to read or to see than it is about you physically being there to interact with somebody. 
Your job as a trainer when they first show up is to make them comfortable with this brand new environment that they're going through, not to give them a pamphlet of your services. And you can do that. I mean, your job is to sell training. I get it. But it's more about making a potential client comfortable so they can come in and give you their absolute best effort. And you just can't do that through a video. Otherwise, this industry would have collapsed a long time ago. You know, if everybody could get their fitness through watching Jack LaLanne, as I put up in my article, or some of the early ESPN exercise videos, it would have happened already. But it hasn't. And that, that supports my argument that much more, which will take effect more as I'm going into the second point tonight, which is we are in a digital world. You know, posts and views and likes and shares and all these different things are out there. And yet, for some reason, there's a very, you'll have a very hard time tracking these things for an actual return on investment or, or better yet, a return on time. Okay. I can't tell you what this podcast would do for my current business. I can't tell you what posting up blog articles or Instagram photos or videos of boot camps that I'm doing, whatever it may be. I cannot tell you that posting this will get, you know, posting one video will net me X more in business. That's because I don't think anybody can do it. It's very difficult in order to read that type stuff. And again, I think it's important to have a voice out there online and social media. But all of those things, everything I talked about, from posts to views, likes, shares, articles, podcasts, videos, whatever, every single one of those is less than one actual conversation with a potential client in the place in which you're going to perform the sessions. And that's big because it takes a lot of time to do those other things. It may take you 10 minutes in an actual one-on-one -on -one conversation with somebody, make them comfortable, and boom, you've got a brand new client. And I don't want trainers who are in the business, and I don't want people that want to get in the business to confuse writing things and posting things with actual work. Now, I did receive a lot of feedback on that article because I think I may have been misinterpreted to a degree. I was not downplaying the importance of it, and I was not trying to make anybody feel bad for doing those things. I'm just saying that doing those things may expand your voice, but that is not necessarily the best usage of your time. If I were to do this podcast right now versus acquiring a brand new client in order to train for the next year, which one is more valuable? In my mind still, as much as I love doing this and in, 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 you know, getting a voice out there and actually just recording something, it's much more important to maintain that physical book of business than it is for somebody to like a photo that I put up. Because in the end, business is about the work done and the money received and less about how many people like what I'm doing. You know, everybody can like what someone is doing, but it's whether or not somebody is willing to pay you for your services that makes you a professional. And that's all I was trying to say, is to, to not, don't confuse putting these things up and making videos. They are great to have, but do not confuse them with actual in-the-trenches FaceTime work. You know, it goes back to the first point. It's always going to be a personal business. I am not going to get people to like a photo or to share a video and convert that to a paying 
client nine times out of 10, but I can take one face-to-face conversation with somebody asking me about health and fitness or my personal services that I, that I offer. And I have a much higher probability of being able to actually convert them to a paying client. And that's a win for everybody. They'll get training that they want and need, and I'm going to get a good book of business that allows me to do what I love, which is basically counting to 15 and, and telling people what to do all day. And that just doesn't happen. Something gets lost in that translation in the social media world. And I want new people getting into this. To, again, just remember, it's more important for you to be there at your facility, wherever you're training people, than it is for you to be outside of there trying to do outside sales or developing content on a website. You just can't replace you and actual one-on-one conversations. And that goes next, it goes into the next and last point of this cast. It's, it's a shorter one, guys, which I'm sure, you know, those out there would appreciate, given that the last cast or two have been uh, a little bit more in-depth. Uh, if you tuned in last week, great interview with a trainer that I absolutely, you know, I'm all for and respect completely from everything he's been through in this business. And if you haven't caught it, episode 25 Definitely go back and listen to that. Every single trainer on the planet needs to hear that story. You know, a lot of you out there may actually know that story. It may have happened to you as well. But it's so important. Anyway, just go back, listen to the episode. We're not in it to talk about what happened last time. But the idea is one of the most important things, in addition to being there and listening to people, and having FaceTime is when you're physically in session, you are still marketing yourself. Okay. So when a client comes in and you begin to have a one-on-one session, you're going through or boot camp or whatever thing you're doing, that client is first and foremost, no matter what. It's more about what that hour is to them than what it is to you. Okay. And what I mean by that is each and every time you see a client, they are your only client. The session is for them. Nothing else in the world matters. You, you, you solidify yourself. You create a bubble around you, if you will, in which anything in the world could be happening, but nothing is going to affect your interaction with that client. Okay? You're counting, your exercises, you're selecting, the spotting that you're doing. If you do that in your sessions, in every session, that is the best marketing you'll ever have in the world. And do you know why? I'll tell you why. It's because everybody who is in the facility watching you do this. If you've done well to create this bubble in which no one else around you can really penetrate it, it's just you and your client, they're watching you do that. They're watching you perform a session. They're watching you do all those things that trainers do, and they're seeing how dedicated you are to your person. And that goes so much further in actually describing your services than any pamphlet you can give, any article, any business card that you could ever come up with. When people see you going through your sessions and they see you actually participating in what they do, honestly, actually just caring about what the client is doing, it speaks volumes to the quality of you as a trainer. And in fact, again, I'll argue it's the best, most important piece of marketing that you can do is simply paying attention to a client. And I know that sounds bad, but I see it being done in our industry very poorly. I see distractions out there, whether it be a cell phone, people coming up to talk to you, uh, you watching a TV, whatever it may be. If you are 
laser focused on your client and you are delivering the absolute best session you know how to them, everybody around you who sees that will take note because you're going to stand out from the crowd. I know it sounds simple, guys, but it really does make the biggest difference in the world how much interaction and honestly trying with the client you do. It's not about just simply giving them the exercises. It's about how you're engaging with your person, how the conversation is going, if you're actually being interested in what they're doing, how you're still guiding them through their exercises, how you're able to just, again, separate you and your person from the world. Create an environment in which there could be a thousand people around you and yet nothing else matters. Hands down, best marketing you could ever do for yourself. And those three things alone are enough to get you a book of business that will be better than anybody else who does anything in the world online. Now, I know, again, we're back to the rant of me talking about how online is not as good. It is good, but it just will never replace you and a one-on-one -on -one effort in this personal business until the name of our industry is no longer personal training it will never be undone. There will never be a better marketing plan than you being watched by other people working out with a client or you being there so when somebody finally comes up to talk to you about this stuff, they, they recognize that and associate you with your gym or your local health club or your running group or whatever. That's how it works better. All of those things that you can do that are subsequently coming from that practice, you know, if it's coming from the sessions you're doing, all those posts and likes and results and all these great things, they add to it, but they're never the base of your business. The base of your business is always going to be client interaction, putting FaceTime in hours upon hours of you sitting there and creating an environment in which your client is the only person on the planet. That's about it. You know, it's three very simple things, but they're not easy because in a world of distraction, like I said, it's easy to think you're doing something when you're not actually doing something. Okay. Now, in an effort to not continue to repeat myself again and again, that is all this show is going to be, guys. You know, it's very direct, very focused. The three things that you've got to do, if you don't know what they are, I've said them about 50 times in this show, go back and listen again and put them into practice. If you do that, I promise you, as a trainer, you will be a cut above just because you're willing to put in the work, you're willing to put in your FaceTime, and you're willing to do what no one else wants to do in the world to be successful. And that's really what it's going to take to be an elite personal trainer long-term, guys. If you're getting into the business or you're already there and you want to take your game up a notch, it takes little steps like this. Little steps make big steps over time. If you make it a common practice, your retention rate's going to go up. It's going to make you a better trainer. And that's the entire goal of this cast. It's the entire goal of what I'm doing right now. I want to make you the best version of a trainer you can be. And that's the show for the evening, guys. Until next time, my name is Michael Bass. You can catch me at www.basicbaes-ictraining.com. Follow me on Instagram at Michael Bays, on Twitter at the same handle. Or you can shoot me an email if you want to at mbays.com at me.com. Those are all the ways to get in contact with me. And I will put it out there. If you are a personal trainer that is interested uh, in being interviewed by me, please go over to basictraining.com and click the contact me button. I would love to hear your story. And I'm looking for anybody and everybody to 
tell the world how this business works. You can be a veteran. You can be getting into this business. As long as you have the will to talk about it, I want to hear your story. But until next time, this is Michael Bays signing off.